Hey guys, welcome to the Be Different Podcast. We are your hosts, Brian and Shayla. We are inviting you into our living room to have real conversations about people being different. So come hang out with us. We will talk about real life, everyday stuff, things like marriage, parenting, and why doing life together is always the best option. We'll talk about the good times, the stressful times, and the times that you might feel like giving up. You can learn more about our story at anguishhearts.com. Don't forget to connect with us on social media and welcome to our community. Grab your popcorn and brownies and join us each week. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the podcast. We are your host. I'm Brian. And I'm Shayla. Happy Mother's Day, Shayla. Thank you. You're welcome. It's Sunday today, but when you're listening, it's probably Tuesday or later, but we are recording on Sunday, and so happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you. And for the listener, if you are a mom, in whatever capacity, right? Stepmom, mom, mom, dog mom, cat mom, spiritual mom, spiritual mom, friend mom, like mentor mom, mentor mom, like happy Mother's Day to you, man. We celebrate you. Yeah, I was thinking about that today, Shayla, as I was posting on my personal Instagram, how much you mean to our family. And uh, I'm just so grateful that the way that you mom our kids and you mother them and you love on them, you inspire them, uh, you are my hero. Oh, well, thank you. I hope you had a great day and a great weekend. Yeah, I did. Hey, I got an air fryer. I mean, how many moms got air? (laughs) How many moms got, which we think we're taking back. Yeah. We think we got too small of one. Yeah, because we need a bigger one. So if if you are listening and you have an air fryer, man, let us know what you like because I think we're not, we're really bad about buying things and then taking them back. Well, well, let, let me. Re- you right. are really bad about buying. Hey, welcome things. to the podcast. We are your host. I'm Brian. <laughs> uh, we, 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 yeah, because I'm 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 very indecisive when I buy things, and uh, you never impulse buy. No, and I would say this was no. an impulse buy. It was an impulse buy from our eight year old son, <laughs> is what, and he has your genes. <laughs> what does that mean? You are more of an impulse buyer than I am. Hey, if this is your first time, this is really what we are all about: having real conversations about people being different. What does that mean? It means how can you be a light in this world, in the workplace, in your family, in your community, in your neighborhood, in your marriage? And so we are just inviting you into our living room having real conversations between us and sometimes we talk about air fryers yeah we have not had an air fryer for we've never had one we didn't jump on the bandwagon early here's what my concern is about the air fryer that it's going to become a gimmick and it's going to go on the shelf with the quesadilla maker and the um what's a, the panini maker and the um <laughs> the sandwich maker with the triangles and everything else the only thing that ever comes off the shelf is the crock pot so why do we even go away from the crock pot the air fryer might be different it might i mean here's the thing with the air fryer i think it's going to become a hassle to clean and we're just going to be like this is dumb let's just put foil on a pan and throw in the oven but I, it, I, it's uh, all about how quick it is right i don't know I'm it, not, but I we didn't know. do the instapot we didn't we did not because i was like mm, frozen meat to your plate in four minutes? No, thank you. <laughs> it's not real. That's what the microwave's for. <laughs> Anyways. Hey, if this is your first time, thank you for coming. Thank you for finding us. However you found us, whether that's through social media, maybe somebody shared. We've been asking people to share a podcast over the last few weeks. Maybe somebody sent you a text and said, hey, check out this podcast. However you came across our podcast, thank you for checking it out. Maybe you're back for week two. Last week was part one of a very important message. Today's part two. Maybe last week was your first week. So if it was, welcome back. And if you are a repeat listener, if you have been with us from the beginning, thank you so much. And you better go leave a review. <laughs> keep asking you. Every week, we're going to ask you. Leave a review. Leave a rating. And how, what 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 stars? How five, many stars? Five, five star rating. We have rating. a good streak going. Yeah. We have only five star ratings. Yeah. Well, 
I mean, why, I think... Why wouldn't you rate us five star? <laughs> I mean, come on. We talk about air fryers and what else have we talked about over the... We talked about skunks and uh, turtles. turtles one week. We've talked about popcorn and brownies. I mean, yeah, it's, it's totally five star. Yeah. I mean, you are the star of the show. It's your day. It's Mother's Day. Oh, Let's just rename stop. it to Shayla's Day. Stop. Anyways. Should we move on? Yeah, let's move on. Hey, I, I was thinking about... Um, Boundaries. We talked about, we, we've been in this series, Shayla, Boundaries. And, and, and a friend of ours this week said, hey, I love your series. And I love that people give us some instant response, whether you know, it's through a text message or if we see them at church or out and about. And we've been talking through the series over the past four weeks. How do, what does it mean to, to guard your marriage and why is it important? And we talked the first week about you know, what are boundaries. And then we talked about uh, guarding your marriage from extended family. We talked about guarding your marriage from friendships. Last week, we talked about guarding your marriage from the opposite sex. Today, we're going to continue that conversation. But let's define what are boundaries. And, and really, it's a simple definition. A boundary is a system designed to keep people from straying into dangerous or off-limit areas. So think about a guardrail. That's a, a guardrail is a great example of a boundary. When you are driving down the road, there are guardrails to keep you away from something dangerous, whether that's a ditch, a cliff, a mountainside, a river, a lake, the ocean, whatever it might be, these guardrails, Shayla, keep you from falling into those dangerous areas. And that's really what we have to do within our marriage. We have to put guardrails around our marriage to keep us from dangerous, a dangerous area. And here's the thing about boundaries and guardrails. They're not made to bump up against. No. We t- we, we, we've joked about that over the past few weeks, but when you're driving down the road, you don't bump your car against the guardrail to go, hey, does it, is it going to hold me? Yeah. I mean, that's dumb. But sometimes in life, in, in our marriage, we bump up against these boundaries thinking, well, it's innocent. It's, it's not that big a deal. I, I can put my family first before I put my, my wife first. Uh, I can hang out with my buddies more often than I hang out with my wife. And, and really, these guardrails are not made to bump up against. No. And when you do you quickly find yourself falling down a slippery slope. Well, and I think too, we've got to think of guardrails. Um, they're, they're there for a purpose. And when we can have the mindset, Bri, of, you know, they are there to protect us. And when we put those guardrails around our marriage, it's protecting our marriage. And, and I, again, I think that a lot of people kind of like to tiptoe towards those boundaries just to see how it feels. And when we do that, we are going into that off limit area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we've talked about it before. Like our marriage must stay sacred. God has designed our marriage to be sacred. Do not tiptoe toward that guardrail. Do not tiptoe towards that boundary to see what it feels like. Maybe it's that rush, you know, of, Ooh, um, that response felt good. Yeah. We have got, we, we just have to stop and recognize the boundaries we put around our marriage are there for a reason to protect our marriage. You make a good point about the boundaries. You're like, Oh, well, well, that feels good. And, and I would say the, the, the episodes we've talked about over the past few weeks, we talked about extended family I, I don't think you go well hey if I if I spend more time talking to my siblings or my my mom or my dad like ooh, that I don't think you go oh well, that feels good or that feels better so it's interesting where you make that comment about boundaries oh that feels good that's that's clearly with the opposite sex opposite sex right yes. I mean I think sometimes with friendships you can get that affection or that that attention from a friendship which is so important to put boundaries around that 
Um, but what you're talking about specifically is it's the opposite sex. Correct. That attention, that, that like on, on Instagram, the, the comment, the, the reply email, the text message, whatever it might be, that's where it goes, oh, that felt good. Mm-hmm. And, and we even posted that uh, just a few days ago on, our inst- on Instagram and, and Facebook. When our, affections are not, when our affection needs are not met by our spouse, we will look elsewhere, right, for those, for those needs to be met. Because God created us to be in community. God created us to live in a, in a marriage relationship with the opposite sex. And when, when those, those needs aren't met by our spouse, we will seek them somewhere else. Yeah. And that's what gets us in trouble. So uh, today's part two, we're going to continue that conversation about the opposite sex. And we talked last week that we might lose some subscribers. So I don't know. I didn't look to see if we lost any of this last week. I don't want to know. <laughs> Hopefully we gained a few. Um, but we are so passionate about this because we lived with a marriage without boundaries. Mm-hmm. And we talked last week about early in a relationship, in a marriage, there's some natural boundaries just because your eyes are strictly on your spouse and y- your your mindset is, oh, I would never cheat on my wife or I would never cheat on my husband or I would never look at somebody else or I would never talk to somebody else. But over time, those boundaries become lower and lower until all of a sudden you can see over that boundary and you're like, it doesn't look too bad over there. That's where we get in trouble. Yeah. And, and when you have the mindset of, you know, the grass is greener. Oh, yeah. The grass is always greener. Always greener on the other yeah. side. Right. But no, it's not. Be, it's it's greener over there. That's an illusion mm-hmm. because you're not fertilizing and and watering right. your own grass. And, and that's, you know, kind of the concept that we want you to have. Like when you're guarding your marriage, you know, I think about when, you know, you, you drive down the street, Brian, and you see a yard full of dandelions, right? And then you see a, a yard that's just pristine mm-hmm. and beautiful, right? The family, the homeowner of that yard has spent time, energy, effort, money into making that yard look great. They put some preventative maintenance down prior. Yeah. That's such a great illustration. The yard that's full of dandelions said, I don't, I don't think I'm going to get dandelions. I'm not too concerned about it. And then all of a sudden, what happens? Or, or maybe they said, well, it's just one or two dandelions. Yeah, and we all know what happens with dandelions. And then it's like, oh, well, there's three or four dandelions. And now you have a whole front yard full of weeds. Yeah, and, and a, lot of time to, a lot of times to get that yard back, you have to start over. It's a lot of hard work. You got to destroy what was there or, get, or it's destroyed on its own. Yeah. And then you have to rebuild and replant that yard to get what you want or get what you need or get what really what you should have yeah. for a front yard. And, and that's our story. If you haven't heard our story, you need to go back at the end of season one, episode 11 and 12. Our marriage was destroyed because I plowed through the boundaries, ignored them, stepped out on the marriage and we had to rebuild our marriage and we had to put up some very intentional boundaries. And that's why we're so passionate about putting boundaries around your marriage. I think about, and our son was watching Jurassic Park, Jurassic, I don't know what which one. He's watched all of them over and over again. Uh, no judgment if you think our eight-year-old shouldn't watch Jurassic Park, but he loves the movies. And every time, when especially after you've watched it once, you're like, there's some sort of big dinosaur over there. If, you know, usually there's a giant, you know, there's a cage, and then there's, there's some trees, and there's so many different boundaries. And you're like, something's over there, and it's so dangerous. I don't want that that person to go there and they go over there and then of course what happens right t-rex eats them but we have to think like that in our marriage we i don't know what's over there i don't even want to know what's over there i'm staying so far away mm-hmm. from that dangerous area i don't want t-rex coming after me yeah because when we start to 
again, get a little bit closer, a little bit closer. Ultimately, that's where that's where destruction hits. Yeah, we talked about last um, last week that you know it's a slippery slope, yeah. right? And and we talked about you you never you never walk into a, a situation with the opposite sex thinking it's innocent. Um, you know, you, you, you never. You never start well, you, a friendship. Yeah. I'm going to say it this way. You, you start never, off. You yeah. start off innocent. innocent you think, right. Yeah. And then again, it is. You know, we talked about a text message example. You know, last week, um, and we we have to be aware. And you know, my biggest thing that I want the listener to to take away is not only are you protecting your marriage, but you're protecting the other person's marriage if they are married. I love when you say that. Um, it's such a great statement. Because, you know, either it's a text message, but you don't start a friendship with the opposite sex thinking this is where it's going to go or this is where I want it to go unless your marriage is already in a bad place. And so we want to prevent the marriage that is teetering right now into that bad place we want you to be able to kind of derail from where you are and get back in a healthy place so that way you're not faced with with an affair because it will happen it will happen emotional or physical emotional you might already be in it be in an emotional affair yeah and 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 that can be as damaging as a physical affair yeah because you are ignoring the boundaries um shayla we 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 talked about the text message story last week we you know phone calls nobody talks on the phone anymore outside of work <laughs> i don't think um but there are times that you know if you are talking to the opposite sex and if it's outside of work situation do a three-way phone call yeah. right put you on put on speakerphone um or have the conversation with your spouse in the room whatever yep. it might be you know again it's awareness um today let's talk about um, you know, again, putting yourself in a vulnerable, vulnerable position. That's such a hard word to say. We can say <laughs> it fast. Vulnerable position with the opposite sex and the importance of being aware. Yeah. Uh, whether that's uh, a repairman coming over to the house, uh, whether that's a meeting at work. And there are situations that, that cannot be prevented. You know, for example, in our story, Shayla, um, pre-COVID when I was traveling for work, there were times I was traveling with a coworker and a female coworker. And I had to be very aware and very transparent with you because there were situations where, you know, there wasn't anybody else to, to grab dinner after, you know, a, a work day or there, there wasn't anybody else in the car all day long. But again, it was awareness of, of the situation and making sure that you were in the loop of what was going on mm-hmm. all, day, all day long. But Brian, I think too, you know, we are in a healthy place and, and that helped tremendously. I mean, yeah, it didn't feel good knowing that you were traveling, you know, with the opposite sex. Yeah. I couldn't be there. I understand that. I'm not a, you know, a, a wife that is smothering you saying you can't do that. But because of our story, right, that that stirred up hurt, um, some fear. But, man, it was I remember that week when you were like, hey, leading up to this week, I know it. this can bring up some hurt. And we talked about it. Right. And yeah. what we what we didn't allow to happen was that Satan started filling my mind with, with fear and doubt. And, and I I think that when your marriage is in a healthy place and a situation that you cannot control, such as this, a work meeting or, you know, a a phone call, whatever it might be with the opposite sex, when your marriage is so healthy 
And you can talk about those things. And I could say to you, Brian, ah, like just, I wish things were different, but I trust you. Mm -hmm. I think that that is where a healthy marriage should be. Right. Um, you know, you, you could have went all week without me knowing who you're traveling with. Yeah. And that's what I, that, that actually I was going to, I was going to talk about that. I was proactive. Yes. Hey, I've got this trip coming up. You're putting the preventative down on the lawn. (laughs) That's right. And and so this is, you know, a takeaway for today. When you know you're going to be in a situation with the opposite sex, be proactive. Don't hide it. Even if nothing is happening or is going to happen, still don't hide it. Mm -hmm. Because, okay, so let's say in our situation, I was proactive. Shayla, I have a trip coming up up in a couple weeks. I'm traveling with so-and-so. I know it's not ideal. There's no way around it. You know, we're traveling to see a client. We can't take an extra person with us. I was proactive. And, you know, okay, meetings are over for the day. We're going out to dinner. I should be done by 7.15. I'll text you or call you as soon as I'm back in my hotel room. Whatever. And you have to be proactive. If, if I could have ignored it. And let's say I'm getting ready to leave the house to, to go to the airport. Oh, by the way, I'm going with so-and-so mm-hmm. mm. as I'm walking out the door. That's horrible, right? That's going to put you in a, in a, just in a frenzy or the opposite. I get to my business. I get to the other city. Oh, by the way, so-and-so is traveling with me. That's, you know, even worse. red flag yeah. number two. And then the red flag number three would be after the trip was over or just in general, you just, you just didn't tell your spouse at all. Yeah. And they found out some other way. If you're proactive on the front end, again, I love, I love that. It's that preventative care care yeah. right it's a preventative weed killer before the dandelions show up um so that it's so important to be proactive when you know you're going to put yourself in a position that's not ideal yeah we can prevent a lot of times we can prevent shayla if we are you know if if, if we're going to go somewhere here in town locally and we have some friends over and we all say hey let's go grab you know let's go gra- let's go out to dinner or let's go grab ice cream and so-and-so says, oh, I need to run by the house real quick. Why don't you guys go? And all of a sudden, you're in this position where, you know, well, I mean, it's probably not going to happen very often, but a situation where you could be in a, in a car ride with the opposite sex, just you just have to avoid that, Yeah. right? If you can't avoid it, avoid it. If you can't avoid it, you have to have awareness. Yeah. And I think too, Brian, um, when you have a healthy marriage and you have trust it, it helps because I know that there has been times that you um, recently have had a lunch date. Um, how do I say this? A lunch meeting, not a lunch yeah, date. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lunch meeting um, with the opposite sex um, here in, in, in our hometown. And you brought me along, you know. And, and again, I know, I know this lady as well. And... But it was, again, it was just a layer of protection. N- nothing would have happened. It was lunch at Panera Bread. But but it was it was also honoring you. Yes. It was to put a stake in the ground and say, and it was a casual meeting. It it, it wasn't a work function. It was a, it, I, and I, I was able to bring you. Yeah. Right? No issues at all with you coming along. But it was honoring you. Yeah. Hey, I put it on the calendar. I shared the invite with you. Here's what's going to happen. Love for you to join. Put a stake in the ground honoring you yeah letting the other person know wow brian brought his wife not because she thought anything was going to happen but what a cool thing for her to go i mean that's pretty cool like he's honoring shayla by bringing her along yeah 
it's possible it's possible you guys we're we tell we're telling you if you begin to look at situations and have awareness and start to honor your spouse in those situations you're building that trust yeah you're building it and rebuilding it and rebuilding it and you're putting layers of trust and if you've had an affair in your in your situation and one of the and one of you have stepped out and it's hard for it's hard we get it like we understand it and i'm not proud of what i did but i can also prevent things moving forward yeah and make you feel comfortable yeah as comfortable as comfortable as can be Brian, you talk about like building the the layer of trust right i think we live in a society today where we spend 90 percent of our days either in front of a computer mm-hmm. or a phone right yeah. even in the downtime um you know well, i found our- ourselves recently we're watching royals game and there was a commercial i look over you're on your phone i'm on my <laughs> phone and Addie was on her phone I'm like we can't even spend yeah 90 seconds now without Grabbing our phones during scrolling the commercial. In, right, scrolling yeah. Instagram. Yeah. That's um, the world we live in right now. And it is. And and one thing that we can do, and we, meaning the married couple, can do when, and, and we've struggled with this in in our in our marriage, is is putting down the phone, right? You know, because there, there have been times I have tried to have a conversation with you and, you know, you're on the phone and vice versa. Right. And, and I think that when we live in a world of screen time right in front of us, that's an easy escape from the reality that we live in. Right. We can get sucked in to social media and I know in our story personally, um, you know, there was an emotional affair before the the physical affair um, w- with another woman because it was, I happened to come across an email. Yeah, it was before social media, but yeah, it was, it was email communication, phone communication, passwords were hidden. Yes. Email was, a new email was created. Yeah. I mean, there were things that, I mean, I, I just blew past the boundary. There were no boundaries. I'm just, I just did my own thing. And we have to be transparent with, with electronic forms of communication. Yeah. And I think today, I mean, we just, we, it's, it's everywhere. And I think again, to, to add to that layer of trust, um, make sure your spouse knows your social media account, your password, emails. I mean, if it's a work email, again, you cannot control that. Um, but being aware, right? If you find yourself emailing a coworker that is the opposite sex for attention, stop it. Yeah. Non, a non-work related yeah. issue. Yeah. You know, be aware. Um, you know, so we've got, go, you went we, over it pretty, hold on, okay. hold on. We've gotten a lot of pushback from this one of, of sharing passwords yeah, with, that's where I was going with the spouse. Um, because because spouse a, a husband or wife will say but I want my privacy yeah like, like whoa 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 if if you're in a marriage your privacy is together <laughs> right yeah, I yeah. mean your privacy is as one a husband and a wife and and what are you hiding or what are you hiding behind behind that password behind that password and and again, I think that this is the biggest one that we kind of get pushback about. Like, well, does my wife really need to know this? Or does my husband really need to know this? Yes. Mm-hmm. And the reason being is because, again, you're breaking trust. Even if there's nothing behind it, what are you hiding behind? 
something. Yeah. Something. Maybe yeah. it was an innocent email from years ago that you still are holding on to. Yeah. But you're holding on to it for a reason. And, and maybe that was the attention that you got from that person. And you go back to it to remind yourself how it felt. Yeah. You know, we, we just have to be so aware. And, and again, social media is crazy. I, I, there are story after story of, you know, Hey, my husband and I, or my wife and I are now divorced because my husband or my wife, they found their high school boyfriend or girlfriend on social media and boom, they're back together. Yeah, it, again, you know? it goes back to that affection. Yeah. Because if your affection needs are not met by your spouse, you will find it through a direct message, which turns into a text message, which turns into a phone call, which turns into a FaceTime, which turns into a real life face-to-face meet -face meetup, hookup. And then that's that slippery slope that started with something innocent, which we have already said, it's never innocent to begin with. Yeah. Are we slightly passionate about this? I think we are. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to take one step back. You talked about passwords, but I'm also going to talk about your phone, uh, your, your, your numbers to get into your phone. The screen lock or yeah, whatever. The screen lock. Uh, please tell me if you're listening that your wife or your husband knows your numbers to get in your phone. If they don't, you need to you need to have a conversation, a team meeting with them tonight, yeah. today, and say, hey, here's my passcode to get in my phone. Because here's why. We can hide everything inside that device. Yep. So not just passwords within social media, but photo you know photo albums and in our notes notes app and i mean the list goes on and on and on and especially if you have been in a relationship that someone has stepped out and they've been unfaithful that phone will be a point of tension mm -hmm. because in the world we live in that was your former communication with the other person and if your phone is not out to where your spouse can look at it at any point it has to be mm -hmm. and this is where we get pushed back to well i want my privacy i will say this if you stepped out in your marriage you lost your privacy again we believe that there should be no privacy within a marriage to begin with right some people you know think well that's my life her life his life whatever if you stepped out you for sure lost your right to any sort of privacy because you destroyed that trust mm -hmm. and you owe it to your spouse to be completely transparent. And, and Shayla, I know for you, for years, it was like, you know, is he talking to somebody? I wouldn't say years, but definitely for months. Yeah. Is he talking to somebody else? Is he still talking to her? Are they still communicating? And, and, and I want you to know and feel comfortable that my phone can be out at any point and you can look through my phone and have nothing to hide. Yeah. And, and it's so important that you live that transparent life. And again, you talked about honoring, right? You're honoring your spouse when you say, I have nothing to hide. Here's my phone. Here's my computer. Here's whatever it is. Like, you know, when, when you are hiding behind sin, because that's what it is. And, and so we've always said, sometimes it's fun to dabble in sin, but sin will get you in trouble. When, when you are hiding behind it, you are destroying your marriage. Because ultimately you're destroying who you are as an individual. Yeah, you're, you're eating, at, eating away at your own soul. At your own soul. And then you cannot give your spouse 100%. Because you're giving your attention, your eyes, um, your mind, whatever it is, 
attention that should be specifically and strictly for your spouse. We could go on and on and on. Uh, we could probably have part three, part four, part five on this. Shayla, uh, let's talk for just a moment to the person who is saying, you know, Brian and Shayla, that's all great. Um, I agree with what you were saying, but, but they have a spouse that does not agree. Cause it's easy for you and I to say, Hey, we had an affair in our relationship. This is why boundaries are important, but, but there are relationships out there that one spouse says, Hey, we, we really want to implement boundaries or I really want to implement boundaries. And the other spouse goes, no, thank you. Mm. That's dumb. We don't need boundaries. Don't you trust me? And they get really defensive. So what do we, what do we say to that person? We have to acknowledge why. Okay. It goes back to the why, why are boundaries important, but we have to approach it not with, Hey, you can't do this. You can't do that in a way for our marriage to be healthy we need to implement some boundaries and here's some things that I would like to do and make a list, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we, we asked the question through our marriage mentoring program and through our weekend experience, Hey, where could you implement more boundaries and, and where could you do better with your boundaries? And I think that's the first step is, is having that conversation and not with, Hey, you can't do this. You can't do that. I don't like when you do that. It's, it's, it's as a whole, as a couple, we need to do this in order to have a healthy relationship. Mm, Brian, I love that. You just said, we, we need to do this, not you, mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the blame game, the pointing the finger, you need to do this. You know, I think that that's, that's probably step one, yeah, right? If, if you are, you know, in a relationship where your spouse, you know, does not want to implement boundaries, change it from, you know, I want boundaries to, Hey, we, we, can we talk about boundaries? And again, it might be, you know, the other person may have baggage and, and it may be scary for them. You know, maybe they were in a relationship before that was a very controlling relationship. And I think if we can come at boundaries with love and not out of fear or anger, that's totally different. Yeah. You know, when I can say, Hey, Brian, can we put a little guardrail around this specific situation in our marriage? You know, I, I want to protect it. I don't even want there to be any chance of a slippery slope for us, Yeah. you know, and coming at it in a, in a soft and loving way instead of, um, harsh and I guess blaming, right? I mean, Oh, it's easy to blame. It's easy to say you need to do this because you're doing this. You need to stop again. It's trying to prevent something. Don't, don't wait until it's too late, right? Yeah. If we wait until the yard's full of dandelions, it's really, really hard to get that, that yard back that we want. Yeah. It doesn't mean that it's impossible. Right. It's just it's a, lot, just of a lot of work. It's a lot of work. So why not be proactive on the front side? And again, why don't we put these boundaries around our marriage? Anytime you can say we and, and our marriage and us, it's so much better than you and me and I and... And you have to come at it at an angle of, Hey, we're a team. We're in this together. We've got this. Remember we got the same name on the back of our Jersey. Go back and listen to that episode. Yeah. If you, if you haven't before, but we got to go and got to go at it together. Yeah. It's us versus the world. Yeah. Not me versus the world. And right. Brian, you make a good point. And, and if you're listening and you're like, that is us, that is our marriage. 
and I feel stuck, reach out. Mm-hmm. Hey, we we would love to walk alongside of you and say, hey, this is, you know, this is the angle we would take. You know, this is what we would suggest. And and again, sometimes it just takes just a little bit of a jump start to, to make a difference. A different perspective. Yeah. And that's why the marriage mentoring program is so powerful when we partner with couples two-on-two because we're a neutral conversation mm-hmm. for a spouse to go, hey, Brian and Shayla, these are some areas that I'm struggling with and they're not even talking to their spouse. They're talking to us. And then we can take that information, look at the other person and say, Hey, if you implement this in your marriage, this is how your spouse is going to feel. Yeah. That's why it's so powerful. It's like that light bulb goes off and they're like, Oh yeah, that, that makes total sense. And it might be the spouse is like, I've been saying that for years. We just say it in a different way. Or it's, it's a, just different, a, a yeah. different voice. A different voice and a different a different yeah. perspective. Yeah. So and reach out. I mean, yeah. we would love to help implement boundaries in a marriage, even if they're they're little. Start little. Yeah. And then grow. And, and what a great time to look at the marriage mentoring. We are actually scheduling couples right now for June and July. So it's a seven-week uh, marriage mentoring experience. And we'll put a link there in our show notes. But um, if that's something you're interested in doing, and talking through, uh, reach out. We'll, we'll schedule a phone call with you initially, talk through it, see if it's a good fit moving forward. And then we'll schedule the seven weeks. But, um, yeah, definitely put that link in the show notes. And, uh, we just, we're so passionate. Again, we, we've said that over and over again. It's so important. You must guard your marriage. Yeah. It is so important. Don't, and don't, and don't get complacent. Don't, if, if you put guardrails in the past and, and you're like, Hey, we've been doing really well. And all of a sudden, you become a little more lax. lax and a little more yeah casual with it. Please do not. You have to you have to be aware all the time. And uh, again, you're protecting your marriage, but like you always say, Shayla, you're protecting the other marriage as well. Yeah, it's so important. Uh, next week, we're going to talk about guarding your marriage from behavior. So we're going to talk about things like pornography, um, work addictions, substance addictions. Um, hobbies. So next week will be fun. Why'd you look at me like that? <laughs> You're like, oh gosh. No, just because it's it's again, it's another a, a hot topic, right? Yeah, it's another way to to guard your marriage. Yeah. Just in different, uh, anyway, we're gonna put a little bit different twist on it because there's some things that we're gonna talk about you probably didn't really think about before. Yeah. And uh, hopefully a light bulb goes off again. Real conversations about people being different, and if we can be different in our relationships, in our marriage, then all of a sudden our families are different, generations can be different. Uh, the list goes on and on, but it, sometimes it just takes that little shift in behavior. Yeah. So. Brian, the, <laughs> I would love for each one of our listeners to <clears throat> live such a different lifestyle, a different marriage that outsiders looking in say, I want what they have. And, and, and that's not a conceited thing, right? That just means that you have built trust you have put guardrails Mm -hmm. up that you are different for a great reason and and i would love for each one of our listeners to say hey i want to implement some of these things i want to be different i want to change the culture in my workplace i want to make sure that there are not meetings happening you know between the opposite sex sex, without uh, without without a a third party mm -hmm. you know i I, what, and and if you're in the workplace, maybe you changing, you being different would prevent something from happening for somebody else. And and I think that we can be models, right? In our marriage for somebody else. Definitely. 
and people are always watching people are watching so you know if you're listening today think about one thing two things three things that you can do in your marriage that is different be proactive get that get that dandelion killer down early yeah right don't wait till the dandelion show up and again leave you we'll leave you with this security companies are always busier after a break-in always they always call and say hey i need cameras in my house well why do you need cameras well somebody broke in to our car in the driveway last night well, let's put the cameras up in the security system. Install that before the break-in. Mm. Put the boundaries in your marriage before the affair happens. Put boundaries in your marriage before the social media relationship begins. We promise you will not regret it. You cannot be too careful. It might seem crazy to the outside world, but you cannot be too careful. We believe in you. And if nobody else does, let us be the people that believe in you. Because it is so worth it. You will thank us later when your guardrails protect something bad from happening. Shale, thank you. It's been fun. Uh, We'll be back next week. Yeah, come back next week. It's going to be fun. Every Tuesday, new episode drops. Again, thank you for being part of our community. So grateful that you keep coming back. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you have not already. Hit that five-star rating. Leave that review for us. It helps get the word out there about our podcast and helps encourage those that need to hear it. And this week, as you begin to implement boundaries, look at boundaries, celebrate boundaries that you might already have in your marriage. Remember, it is so important. Guard your marriage, protect what is sacred, and be different.